with now the living word ministry that's now the living word ministry you heard me now the living word ministries no one without well we believe no one should go without the gospel no one should go without the truth no one should go without salvation no one should go without Jesus Christ no one should go without the way the truth the life that's Jesus Christ no one should go without shelter comfort food hallelujah and love we believe here at now the living word that no one should go without the love of God and that love can be found in Jesus Christ come on listen we have a special treat for you today. Today we're reaching out because we know that, that there are some of us who simply believe that you can't be saved. You believe that you've done something so horrible, so worth, so uh, disgusting, so nasty and sick that God don't want nothing to do with you. Only the devil wants you. But you're wrong, wrong, wrong wrong. I'm here to tell you that God does love you, that God can use you. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that he has a need of you. Hallelujah. But the time is ticking. The clock is running down. As you look around and things are going on in this world, remember that time is fleeting. It's short. And the reality of it is this. Time waits for no man. And neither does God. Are you hearing me? He's waiting within the time frame of his set time to judge everything. And so today, God wants us to let you know, to remind you that you are worthy. You are loved. You are accepted in Christ should you choose him. 
God will welcome you with open arms because you are not worthless. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How are you? You are now worshiping and rocking with now the Living Word Ministry. That's now the Living Word Ministry. You heard me now. The Living Word Ministry. That's no one without. Well, we believe no one to go without the gospel. No one should go without salvation. No one should go without the way, the truth, the life. No one should go without Jesus Christ. Ha <laughs> ha. The man, the truth, the legend, not the myth. Hallelujah. The reality, the son, the God, the major, major, major savior of saviors. God of all gods. Hallelujah. So I thank you for tuning in today. You didn't have to do it. You really didn't, but you did. And so I want to thank you for tuning in today. God bless you. God bless your house. God bless your family. God bless your children. God bless your ministry. God bless you. God bless your body. I command every form of sickness in the body, every bone deformity or separation, hallelujah, to be undone and to be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank the Lord today. Let me go ahead and get in with prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning. Father, we thank you for keeping us throughout last night. Father, we thank you for your mercy and your favor that endures forever. Father, you are our righteousness. You are our strength and our song. You are our great, mighty, and holy salvation. And so we bless your name on today. We give you honor. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, I want to talk to you on some simple, uh, uh, just just bring the word and allow the word to speak with clarity for itself as usual, because we are now in a season where God is stretching us to understand exactly what we have in our possession and who we are in him. It's quite easy for us to get sidetracked in today's hustle and bustle uh, of religiosity in realms of religious understanding by which we try our best to fit into the dogmas and the beliefs of doctrine that has been preached in a way that sounds good but leaves us dead amen <laughs> yeah and so i just thank the lord i take authority over the spirit of distraction and intrusion right now the enemy is trying to get you to look at your phone and check your messages and your emails we bind that demon we command that demon to leave your mind alone in the name of Jesus to go far from you as the east is from the west. Hallelujah. And not to return. I command every evil spirit that is in anyone under the sound of my voice to come out in the name of Jesus and let it be established in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, if you have your Bibles or if not, turn with me. We're going to we're going to hit up Galatians chapter two, verse 20. Uh, and we're also going to look at 
Acts chapter 9. Because what I want to give you is an understanding of that no man should be ashamed of his past uh, to the point where he believes that God can't save him. No man should allow himself to believe so much in who he used to be that he doesn't believe that God could change him and bring him into another area that God has called him into. Yes, and so we, we, we're challenging today, we're going to challenge you to believe that God is powerful and that God is capable of saving us from ourselves. That God in his infinite Un, hallelujah, limited wisdom made a way for you and I to have a way to be restored in relationship with him. This is the God we serve. And for those of you who are listening that I may have invited that don't know God, this is the God that you would want to serve, a forgiving God a God of love and wisdom, a God of correction and instruction, a God who knows what he wants, a God who will be there for you when others have left and abandoned you. I'm always reminded of those times in the penitentiary, uh, the, that time uh, being locked away and nobody write me, wrote me, none of the homies wrote me, none of the so-called friends I grew up with wrote me. I had one friend, I believe, that was uh, uh, my friend Jamel Henry Sr. We call him Chubby Chubb. You know, he answered my phone calls. And my brother, and, uh, my brother Andre, he answered my phone calls. I mean, he was there for me. You know, maybe not in the capacity I would have wanted at that time, being in the lost mindset and under straight confusion of the enemy. I, I, I would not have understood but let, let's move ahead. <clears throat> Galatians 2.20 reads, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live, I live, I mean, in the flesh, that's the human body, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Here Paul is talking to the, uh, to the church in Galatia or Galatia and he is explaining the process upon which we are made alive in Jesus to God, but made dead to who we used to be and to the old nature we used to have. Now, now I'm not saying that the routine of the old nature won't still fight us. The routine of smoking weed, the routine of getting high, the routine of popping bottles, the routine is not going to go right away. If one does not willingly give all they are to Jesus, but if you are willing to give all that you are to Jesus, then he can do a quick work in you. And this is evident in the Apostle Paul's life. As I as I'm talking to you, I'm turning, thumbing through the Bible, the Holy Scriptures, and I'm going to the book of Acts chapter nine. Amen. 
Amen. And so I'm here at chapter nine of, 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 the, of the, the book of Acts. Listen, but first I want to I, I want to break this down because a lot of us are looking and we're waiting. Right. We have foolishly told ourselves, you know, I'm not ready right now. And uh, when I get right, you know, then I'm going to come to God. And that's a lie that the devil has pulled the wool over your eyes because you'll never get right. You'll never come after God, not on your own. God has to pull you in a place where you are so desperate for him. You're so desperate for the truth. You're so tired of living in darkness and living a lie that you decide that God is a necessary piece to your life. That Jesus is a necessary element, a necessary bread a necessary portion that must be in your life that jesus is a necessary replacement for that high for that fentanyl high or for that crack pipe high for that whiskey high for that crown royal and that ciroc high or for that for that for that for that sticky for that loud pack high I, i'm just saying Watch what I read here. I need to read. I need you to hear this. God needs you to know that you are not beyond saving. You've always been able to be saved, but the devil has worked so hard to get you to believe a lie. And if he could get you to believe that lie, he has got you in a place where he now is manipulating you, intimidating you, and dominating you. These are the chambers of witchcraft. Witchcraft in itself has several different branches, but one of them is mind control. A mind control that alters one's actions through, watch this, intimidation. I mean, through manipulation. Seeks to manipulate the mind and then intimidate the mind. and I mean, intimidate the person, the psyche, and the soul, and in, in hopes of dominating one into being controlled to go the way of the leading of that spirit. I, I only bring that up because a lot of us are under the influence of it and we don't even realize it. We've, we, we've a lot willingly went through years of being learned into manipulation, intimidation, and domination. What is the main source and root of it? Control. There is an enemy that seeks to control you by manipulating your mind, manipulating our psyche, and coming after us. Just listen, listen, hear me. Hear me. Hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church. Look, I want you to hear this. I'm reading this out of the New American Bible. I've, I've, been, I've come to kind of like this translation. It's been very good to me lately. Uh, I don't know what, what it's going to say about Paul right now, but I'm going to go ahead and read. This is the Paul that said this that you heard. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. When he says he lives in me, he's saying that Christ lives through me. The actions of Christ, the actions that you see of 
comfort, the action that you see of generosity, the actions that you see of patience and self-control. These actions come from Christ living in me. And the life which I now live in this body, in this flesh, in this human nature, in this shell, I live by faith of the Son of God. It is the faith of God that he had given me to believe who loved me and gave himself for me. Listen, you're listening to this right now and you've been in through the ringer. You've been in a penitentiary. You've been in all types of trouble. Uh, you've embezzled money. You've been a liar, a cheater. You've cheated on every woman you've ever been with and on every man you've ever been with. You sold your body, had some abortions. You've done it all. You, you, you've hated people. You, you've literally killed people and almost killed people. And, and you've, you, you, you're by the grace of God, you're alive, whether in prison or out of prison. As a testimony of God's mercy on your life. And today, God wants me to show you that he's able to use a murderer. He's able to use a thief. He's able to use a robber. He's able to use a killer. He is able to use a whore, a hoe, a stripper, ex-stripper. He's able to use an ex-crackhead and pill popper. He's able to use trailer trash white trash he's able to use niggas negroes homies he's able to use us all for his purposes you're not far from it and you never will be far from his hand and from a complete turnaround from who you used to be i'm living proof from the from from, from the juvenile halls to detention camps the youth detention camps to to uh pre to county jails to uh special county jail facilities to um penitentiaries mm -hmm. from drug addiction powder cocaine addiction methamphetamine addiction molly addiction uh ep ecstasy addiction Even tried crack cocaine before. Had a run with it. Short run, but had a run with it. And God brought me from darkness. God delivered me from the stranglehold of alcoholism. God saved me from myself when I thought I had no ability to be saved. I thought there was no use for me. I heard the word of God. My dad's a minister. My aunt was an is an exhorter. My uncle was, uh, was a, a minister. My brother is a deacon. I'm just saying the word was all around me. I was in vacation Bible school and sung in the choir and performed at a church at a young age and, and, and yet and still found my way to the streets and to the depths of darkness and brokenness and homelessness and poverty. Yeah. Yet God used me. And he can use you too. The Bible tells us that God has not a respecter of a person. In other words, God is not choosy about who he will save. He'll save you. 
He'll save you. He'll save your mother. He'll save your sister. He'll save your brother. He'll save your cracked out uncle. He'll save your sister who's stuck on heroin. He sell, he'll save them. He'll save them. He'll heal your mother from cancer. He'll heal them from addiction. He'll bring them out of the trap house. He'll do it. I'm living proof that God is. God can and God does. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, miss. Yes, mister. Yes, homie. Yes, home girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Ade Arush. Shabahai. Listen. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, 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 listen. Listen to what Paul said. I mean, listen to what the gospel, or listen to what Luke records in the uh, in the book of the gospel of Acts, the book of Acts, excuse me. He says, now Saul, listen to this. Now Saul, still breathing murderous threats against the disciples of the Lord. Listen to this. Saul, a whole so-called holy man. How many was? In in the sense of Judaism and the Jewish religion. But it says, now Saul still breathing murderous threats against the disciples of the Lord. Saul was a Christian killer, y'all. Saul had whole families turned over to the Romans, and a lot of times they were thrown in a den of thrown in a coliseum. Uh, in a stadium like we watch football in and, and fed to lions and beat to death by gladiators and cut down. And Saul was the reason that they had gotten there. And so what does he say? What did the word of the Bible says is in Acts chapter nine. Now Saul still breathing murderous threats against the disciples of the Lord went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus that if he should find any men or women who belong to the way, what way is that? The way of Christ, the only way, the way through Jesus, the way of salvation. They were Christians. Saul was killing Christians. Saul was having Christians murdered. Listen. And he might, and you think you did something. You think you just not worthy that Jesus won't save you, that Jesus don't have his arms stretched out open and wide for your salvation, too. You think that because of what you sitting there in that prison cell for that you don't even want to talk to. You look at yourself in disgust in the mirror. God wants you to. God came for everyone. He came for the rapist. He came for the uh, pedophile. He came for the murderer. He came for the killer. He came for the adulterer, the man who cheats on his wife and the woman who cheats on her husband. He came for the one who says he hates God and there is no God. He came for the satanic, the one who believes in Satan and follows Satanism. He came for everyone. My Bible tells me that God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, that's, that's anybody who believes in him will be saved. Listen. And so that it might belong to the way that he might bring them back to Jerusalem in chains. Now watch this. 
He is seeking to go and arrest and capture Christians so that he could bring them back so that they could face judgment and be murdered. But first they would try to get them to denounce Jesus, which means to say they don't love Jesus, they're not Christians, and to say that they'll never worship Christ again. And then sometimes they would kill them anyway. This is what Paul was turning them over to. Paul went to go get letters of authority from another authority that was under the control of the devil. And this same Paul wrote, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, in this human body, in this human nature, in the earth, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Are you hearing what the Spirit is saying to the church? Listen, listen. Now on his journey, as he was nearing Damascus, this is in Syria, a light from the sky suddenly flashed around him. Jesus is coming to the rescue. He fell, Saul fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul. Why are you persecuting me? You see, this is Jesus after he had resurrected, after he had been raised from death by God, after he came back from his death on the cross, Jesus is now appearing in his spiritual form. He is appearing to his spiritual form to, to Saul. But why is he appearing to Saul in defense of the church, in defense of his of those who have said yes to God in his name? He has come to their defense against one who has been sent to bring them to be slaughtered, to be murdered, to be killed. Are you listening? Listen, listen, listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. Jesus said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, sir? Who are you, Lord? And I like the rendition here, sir, because even though we know that some will say there's a double, uh, uh, there's a double understanding in this use of the word Lord. This use of the word Lord can be in reference to sir as a, a play, a point of respect, a point of respect to to men of power or men who, of honor who had money or wealth, but also in acknowledgement to somebody who had power and you just didn't know who they are. Here Saul knows of God, but he doesn't know Jesus. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Listen, listen, he doesn't know. Let me say it again. He doesn't know. He has no intimate relationship with God or else he wouldn't be trying to kill Christians. But he says, who are you, sir? And the reply that came said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. Now get up because he done knocked him off of his horse. Get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. 
Watch this. And then the men who were traveling with him stood speechless, for they heard the voice, but they could see no one. And when Saul got up from the ground, he opened his eyes and he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. For three days, he was unable to see. And he didn't eat or drink anything. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and reading of this word. Though Paul saw was having an experience with God. And though others could hear his voice, they were not privy to see him. And Saul himself were not able to see him because he was blinded by the brightness of the judgment fire of God, the judgment light of God. Jesus had come to give him an ultimatum to, to stand with him and to show him the error of his ways and to reveal himself to him, knowing that he was doing this in error thinking that he was doing the will of God, thinking that he was doing what God would have wanted him to do, to kill people who said they come from a God that he did not know. This was considered blasphemy, a tearing down of God's name, blasphemy, speaking ill of the Holy Spirit, blasphemy, to say that you are God when you really are a man, so many different levels of blasphemy. And so... This is the same Saul, the same Saul. And so I want you to listen, listen closely. This is the same Saul that in verse 10, that God goes to a disciple named Ananias, Ananias, Ananias. And the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, he answered, here I am, Lord. Look, he ready. And the Lord said to him, get up and go to a street called Straight and ask at the house of Judas for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is there praying. And in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias. Ananias. <laughs> Come in and lay his hands on him that he may regain his sight. Listen, but Ananias says, Lord, I have heard from many sources about this man, what evil things he has done to your holy ones in Jerusalem. And he has authority from the chief priests to imprison all who call upon your name. But the Lord said to him, go for this man is a chosen instrument. Listen to this. This man is a chosen instrument. Listen to this. The murderer, the Christian killer. This man is a chosen instrument. Listen to this. The one who turned over whole families, men and women to be slaughtered. This man is a chosen. God said, this man is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and Israelites. Gentiles, kings and Israelites. And I will show him what he will suffer, have to suffer for my name. Listen closely. I want you to hear this. This is a murderer of God's people that God said was a chosen instrument, a chosen vessel, a chosen person 
to carry his word, to carry his message, to do mighty things in the name of God. God doesn't see us how we see us or how others see us. God sees us according to the plan he has for us and the mission statement he has for us to carry out in the earth. This same Paul would go through years of preaching God's word, would go through years of healing people for God. As a matter of fact, he had gotten to the point where the, the, holy, the holy hand of God's anointing was so powerful on him that they would cut pieces of his garment, of his clothes, and they would send it to people and demons would come out of them and they would be healed of all kinds of diseases and sicknesses and mental illnesses. The same murderer had given his life and given up his life as he died for the very call that was on his life. He literally went from killer to Christ. From murderer to man of God. He literally became what he was. He literally came what he he literally became what he came to kill. He literally walked almost unstoppable in what he came to stop. You're no different. You are no different. Woman, 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 you are no different. Sir, mister, man, homeboy, you're no different. This guy was killing Christians. He was killing God's people and God chose him to do for God what none of the others were able to do as God was going or had planned to do through him. Listen, God is calling you. God wants to use you in ways you didn't imagine he could. Yeah, you with the blunt in your hand right now. You with that bottle next to you. You with that plate of powder in front of you. Yeah, yeah, you laying in the bed with that woman you ain't supposed to be laying with. Yes, yes, you laying in the bed with that man who belongs to some other woman. You laying in the bed with that man knowing it doesn't feel right inside because you're a man too. You knowing deep down inside of you that laying with that woman is not what God set up for you. You sitting in that prison cell feeling like you're rotten day by day being guilt, letting guilt eat away at your consciousness, sipping on that Puno and that white lightning, taking all them antidepressive pills, sleeping a day away 
you, God is calling you to. Jesus said, Jesus was in the house of the tax collectors and what they call the sinners, the, the chief tax collectors. And he was being judged by the religious leaders of his day. And Jesus had to check them and said, I didn't come to call right the righteous, but sinners, those who have done evil or live in evil and in the ignorance of darkness because they were never told or trained something different. Jesus also said that a doctor didn't come to those who were healthy. He came to those that are sick and he is the doctor of doctors. And right now, you're in need of his surgery. Open heart, open mind, open soul surgery. You're in need of a spiritual transplant. A transplant of evil and darkness. From evil and darkness to righteousness and holiness that you can only get through Jesus. The Bible says that our righteousness or the things that we try to do, our good deeds and our actions from feeding the homeless to giving them money to visiting those in the hospital that we do outside of being connected to Jesus. It's no cleaner than a woman's bloody cotex. No cleaner than her bloody tampon or her bloody panties when she got caught slipping without one you are worthy to be saved you are worthy of God's righteousness you are worthy of God's holiness you are look I love you I really love you so much I love your soul I love your soul. I was once you. Once an addict. Once addicted. Once a thief. Once an embezzler. Once a liar. Once a cheat. Once a fornicator. Once, once one who thought having sex without marriage was cool. Once one who while married still was sleeping outside with other women. One who kept plates of powder in my face like I was doing makeup for a Hollywood movie. Cocaine powder, that is. Methamphetamine powder, that is. Hear, hear me. But God, he saw me lying filthy and polluted in my dead ways and in my dead sin and in the evil of my dead actions and he said live come to me come to Jesus come to me Jesus said come to me all you who are weary and and and, and overrun with worry from the burdens of the mind of this world the burden of bills the burden of addiction the burden of pain he said and I will give you rest he said, connect with me. Take my yoke upon you. Connect with me. 
The way that I want you to live is easy, it's light. It's not heavy. I'm here for you. Jesus says, I am here for you. I'm here for you. I love you with an everlasting love. Just as God, it was God in Jesus. Reconnecting the world to himself that Adam gave up when he listened to Eve, who listened to the serpent, who was filled with the devil. Listen, you are not worthless. You are not hopeless or helpless. You are not the black sheep. You are not lost. If you choose not to be. Jesus is pulling on your heart right now. He's talking to you. He's ministering to you. And listen. He wants you to be saved. He doesn't want you depressed. He doesn't want you thinking about suicide anymore. I bind the spirit of suicide. And premature death by suicide. Or homicide. Or overdose. Or hanging oneself. I bind the spirit of suicide. Come out of that house. Come out of their home. Come out of their family. Come out of his mind and her mind. Get out of their children's rooms. Get out of their house in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to God the Father except he come through believing in me. Right now is your time to believe. If something was said that made you want to change your life around and surrender it to Jesus, then join me and give yourself your life to Christ now. Repeat these words with me. Say, Father God, here I am. I'm tired of doing it my way. I accept your way. I need Jesus. Jesus, I give my life to you. I surrender to you. I accept you as the Lord of my life. I believe you died for me and that our Father in heaven raised you from death on the third day and I surrender my life to you now repeat this Holy Spirit strengthen me show me teach me direct me cover my mind from depression from anxiety and from suicide from thoughts of murdering and being murdered 
from hate of others, but most importantly also from hate of myself. Teach me all your ways. Make me holy like you are holy. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that with me, welcome home. I love you. God loves you. Jesus loves you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Once again, this is A.P. Shepherd, Apostle Shepherd Faith, Morris. And this is now the Living Word Ministry. And we just pray right now that the Lord bless you and keep you. That the Lord make his face to shine upon you. That the Lord turn his face of favor towards you, smile on you, and give you his peace. That the angel, holy angels of the living God walk with you, cover you, guard you, direct your steps, and protect you from all of Satan's armies. That you be severed and broken from every soul tie and every generational curse and generational demon from every contract your ancestor may sign with a demon. In the name of Jesus, let it be so established according to your will, your way, and your purpose so that the glory of God will be released in power in your life and that every gift that he has placed in you to be used for his kingdom will be revealed to you within the next seven days so that you are not clueless as to what God has called you to do and the peace of God guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus amen and shalom shalom God bless you Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministry. That's now the Living Word Ministry. You heard me now. The Living Word Ministry. No one without. Well, we believe no one should go without the gospel. No one should go without the truth. No one should go without the way, the truth, the life, or salvation. And that can only be found in Jesus Christ. Thank you for tuning in today. This is a special episode. The Lord put it on my heart. He said it has to be released. It has to be done, son. And so I, I stand here releasing the word that God has ordered to be released. I had other plans but God wanted someone to know you're not worthless. You're not alone. And because of everything that you did, it does not mean that God will not love you and welcome you in. There is no sin too great upon which God will sever one from salvation. He said, all who call on the name of the Lord will be, shall be, and can be saved. 
Look, we here at Now the Living Word Ministries also want to give you the opportunity to give and to share your testimony. If this word moved you, if it found you in a place and God really ministered to you, give us an email with a testimony. I do believe if you're on the Spotify platform or other platforms, you're able to give a message. You're able to send a message of encouragement to us. Let us know that we're reaching you. Let us know that this word was effective for you. Let us know because we want to be encouraged just as well as you do. Amen. Listen, listen, listen. I want you to hear what, hear this. Someone got delivered today and broken from a mindset that made them believe that they had to be a certain way or that Jesus would never save them. And that's just foolishness and a lie to, uh, uh, that, that someone, some demon wanted you to believe because he knew the effectiveness. He knew how much damage God would be able to do to the kingdom of evil and darkness ran by Satan. Once the people who knew you and know you see the transformation that Christ, that Jesus, that God does in your life. I love you with an everlasting love. But I want you to reach out to us and let us know how this message found you. The organization's email, our organization's email is now, T-L-W-M-I-N, now, T-L-W-M as in man, I as in, I as in iota or I as in introduce, should I say, N. So that's now T-L-W men, N-O-W-T-L-W min at gmail.com we want to hear from you we want to know that this word has found you and we want you to know that we love you god bless you all right you stay fresh stay blessed stay loved stay holy and remember you're not the same as you were before this word but you have been transformed now go forth and remember, you are not worthless. And God is able to save anyone who wants to be saved. Shalom, shalom. That means nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. Double time means perfect peace. We love you. Signing off for now, the Living Word Ministries, for my family and I. Shalom. with the Lord, the Bible in my sword, cause the evil one growling like a lion when he roar, I'm ready for the war, he won't be me no more, in Christ I got the victory, it's over for the boy, standing in the spirit, he see it and he fear it, I'm protected by the blood, he can hear it in my lyric, when he bring the pain, get rebuked in Jesus name, I'm running with his tail tucked, can't you see I change, yeah, oh,
on the streets, I'm praising God is amazing, Lord you're so amazed True author of the Bible, he gave many inspiration God is amazing, Lord you're so amazing Please look out for me And here's my proof God been calling me ever since my youth well back then, if only I knew Would you overhead store, I would've never run to you Hey, I don't wanna be a rich man I'd rather be Lazarus In the bosom of Abraham With love, peace, and happiness Hey, I'd rather be feeble than the camel Trying to pass through the eye of a needle for freeing my people He can't part with his possessions Then the Lord ain't gon' believe Hey, on the streets I'm praising God is amazing Lord, you're so amazing True author of the Bible God is amazing, Lord is so amazing The Bible said the meek shall inherit the earth And those whom God has chosen, he has ordained thee for birth Satan knows your worth, he wants to see you cursed Before you come to God, he'd rather see you in the hearse That's why he wants you banging, fornicating and slanging If he can keep you occupied, he can keep you hanging On to a wire, chasing your desire So you can swim eternally with them in the lake of fire Where everybody weeps With gnashing of the teeth No more getting turned up You'll be burning up with grief Begging for forgiveness Crying for forgiveness Looking to an ending of a pain With no ending Yeah, on the streets I'm praising God is amazing Lord you're so amazing True author of the Bible Gave many inspiration God is amazing Lord you're so amazing Amazing! Please look out for me!